the Chunk Be Gone Studio. You're, you're listening to The Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. This is Kevin Ray, and want to thank you so much for joining us this morning on The Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray with The Weekend Show, The Housing Hour, with Mark Griffith, our executive producer for that show. And we've been doing that show for seven years, and we were asked to come in and help out this holiday season while Phil vacations in, I don't know where he is, but he's out playing golf or doing something fun. I can assure you of that. Um, And we're just grateful. And this is a a wonderful time of year. We're really excited to uh, be coming into the new year. What a great vacation that I had last couple of few days, and I hope that you did as well. Um, I know a lot's going on in the world. Definitely uh, just all you got to do is turn the radio on, you know, and you can hear there's so many issues that are popping up right now. And, you know, we'll definitely dive into some of that stuff, but we also want to, you know, keep it light and, and, and know that this is the time of the year where we're, we're gra- grateful. We're moving in to this 2019. And, and honestly, Mark, I don't know how this year has gone by so fast. It just seems like a blur. Maybe it's because I'm just getting older. Yeah, well, that that is true. <laughs> you know, I'm getting much true. older. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. And, and you know, if you'd like to follow Mark on Pinterest, you can do that. He's he, he's <laughs> thanks, his all the great Pinterest absolutely. Thing. Um, and you can find us also on Facebook if you just search us. But um, I'll tell you what. When I look at the news today, though, you know, all of the things that have happened, I, and that's part of why I think the years went by so fast, is because the news cycle is like almost hourly, and so mm. you just have so much stuff happening, and it's just constant bombardment of just negative news in a lot of ways. And if you want some positive news, you really have to search very, very hard. Yeah, right? we thank Ted Turner for this, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, no doubt about it. I thought you weren't going to get into politics. No, I, that's not. He's a, he's a CNN guy. That's right. He just um, is the former husband of Jane Fonda. Yeah. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, the, the, the gratitude is definitely something that, that we bring to the table here. But there is, again, so much going on. And um, if you're out there listening, we definitely, how do they call in if they wanted to call in, uh, Landon? That would be 656-TALK. 656-TALK. You know, we've got the switchboards are lighting up as we speak. So if you'd like to call in anything that you'd like to talk about, we definitely would love to, to talk to you about that. And um, I am new at this weekday show so i need to have a little bit of leniency here but you're on, an old on pro. i'm an old pro been doing this for a little while um but there's some topics that mark and i were thinking about and you know there's a lot of uh topics that you could jump into the second day of the day after christmas and one of the things is people are going to be lining up today over i think 95 billion dollars worth of merchandise is going to be returned yeah and i don't know if that's going to be today or tomorrow but if you're out and about you're definitely going to want to listen to Sherry Bigler here in just a little while because there's going to be some traffic. There's going to be some people lining up at Best Buy, and you're probably going to take that hoverboard that you got back. I think so. It's dangerous for me. It's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the hoverboards are one of the top, make the list of the top five. And, you know, some of the other things, too, that people are going to be returning, novelty toys, you know, novelty toys that you might find. I You can find them anywhere. But, um, for instance, at the Target, You've got novelty toys where, you know, they're, they're not expensive toys. Maybe they are stocking stuffers, but that's the number one return thing. In, in, in the entire, this is according to a report. Give me um, an example of a novelty toy. Um, I guess you could say a novelty toy could be a, a little bell on a bike. I don't know. I have no idea what it could be. <laughs> maybe Adam Maybe Adam Litton's uh, Kansas City Chiefs retro hat. Oh, that's not there right. You go. Hey, well, Pat, I tell you what, you can't, you can't mess with the Chiefs. They're doing pretty good. And he's really proud of his the hat, Chargers too. He or is the, proud. Yeah. Patriots or, you know, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, just, well. I tell you what, Eric Berry is gonna gonna lead him to the Super Bowl this year. But first, we got to win a game with him actually back on the starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Let's start there. Um, anyway, uh, also number two is kitchen items. So that that quesadilla maker that you got, um, the right. it's always know, the rice uh, steamer for me. You right. know, right? <laughs> what do you do with that thing? Is that twenty dollar crock pot you got? <laughs> exactly. Hey, that twenty dollars can go a long way. It really can. Um, as a as a newly single guy, let me tell you, I get a lot of use out of my twenty dollar crock pot. Oh. Yeah, but you can get those for. Five 
five bucks of Black Friday. You missed it. Yeah, well, right. well, I never said I'm smart with my money. <laughs> um, and so number two is, is kitchen sales, kitchen appliances. And we're not talking about like refrigerators and so forth. Although if somebody did give me a refrigerator, I would probably return it. But um, we're talking about uh, things like appliances, the George Foreman grill that you already had three of, um, you know, the exactly. like you said, the crock pot. Those things are coming back. I promise you. And, you know, stores today make it so easy for you to return stuff. And so does Amazon. I mean, literally, sometimes for certain products, you don't even have to actually ship it back. If it's within a certain margin, they're going to say, okay, the cost associated with packaging this back up is too much. So we're just going to refund you. You keep it and enjoy it. And then you take it to eBay. That's what they do. (laughs) That's what people do. There's no clause in there to keep you from doing that. And if you had enough people doing that, returning those items, and they took that money and sent it to Washington, you could probably build that wall. Oh, because look, $95 billion of return merchandise. All we need is like $20 billion of that, and we can get the wall. I'm just kidding, folks. Um, so number three on that list is clothes, obviously. Oh, clothes wow. is always a big one, partly because people see you maybe as thinner than you really are. Maybe. <laughs> Let's keep it on the real positive. Um, you know, they're like, they give you that size 32 pants that you haven't been into since 1978. But it's always, it's sort of the wrong color, Dare. Yeah, that's, that's right. Recurring. Well, I, I just care about it fitting these days. As long as it fits, I'm happy. I'm not going to return it, but I can't fit into a size 32 anymore. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, and also, you know, some people have different tastes as well. So you may have the outfit that you're purchasing for maybe a cousin or a friend or even a family member and that's not going on my body. <laughs> well, why did you bring your pajama box? You got a oh, box of yeah, pajamas I did. in the studio. I thought maybe you're going to demo those. You know what? I had this bag last night at Christmas and I had put in one of my Christmas presents and it is here and uh, there, if you if you tune into the live stream, the live <laughs> webcam, I'll be trying those on a little bit later. Those are um, his professional pajamas. <laughs> they are. In a professional and, setting. And my, exactly. gram, my grandmother's uh, Sunday school class is going to be lining out the door here to watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> you just dip that in wrong sauce. It's That's not wrong. right. Anyway, um, but clothes, definitely, you can see that for sure as being one of the top things. Video games as well. So for those people out there who maybe, um, you know, were, was per- they were purchasing something for their nephew or their grandson, and it's like, oh, grandma, that's so 2014. Mm-hmm. That's going back, okay? And then they're going to trade it in. They're going to trade it in for a new game or whatever it is. Um, or in these days, they're going to download Fortnite to their Xbox <laughs> yep. and just play that constantly. Adam, have you teared up lately over there on Fortnite? I haven't been playing Fortnite as much, actually. But, uh-huh. uh, I bet you that no, if I, got, I looked at... Bring your phone in here. Let me see your activity. Oh, I don't even have it on my phone. It's on the Switch. But, no, I got I got Smash Bros. for, for Christmas. Oh, so that's Smash Bros. Oh, okay. Would you return a video game, Landon, if somebody got you one? Uh, if I already had it, yes, I would. I would well, I'll, I'll go exchange it for a game that I don't have. But if it was something that you just didn't like, you wouldn't like say, "Well, Grandma got me this. I gotta, I gotta play it." No, absolutely not. You no, would. That, that would. That, I would be part of the ninety-five billion dollars heading back to your local Best Buy area or whatever. Right. Exactly. But Landon did get a gift. What was the, the new Nintendo thing? Yeah, oh, the Nintendo got, Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard about this thing. Actually, somebody who I work with got one. Monique, give you a shout out. Um, they look awesome. The Switch mm-hmm. looks awesome. You can kind of take. It to different places with you. Yeah, that one's probably not coming back too much. No, 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 no. <laughs> Last night I downloaded all the software updates and got to play for about 10 minutes. So. Now, when you do get another girlfriend, because you said you're newly single, <laughs> yes, I am. she can have parental controls on there that are pretty robust. <laughs> right. I don't know yeah, if you know sure. that. Oh, not. I know parental controls are very robust. They uh, Nintendo asked me if I wanted to set up parental controls on myself, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> I think it, I'm good. Isn't that what ended the last relationship? Oh, let's not <laughs> We're going to traffic with Sherry Bigler. All right, welcome back into the Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray coming to you live right here at the News and Talk of East Tennessee, News Talk 98.7. Thank you for joining us this day after Christmas. We are definitely excited to be here. I'm here with Mark Griffith. Uh, Definitely happy about what happened over the holidays. Just a lot of uh, friends and family uh, celebrating. Also, my 96-year-old grandmother, Lois Callahan from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I call her me mommy, and that's what I'd prefer you call her. Yes. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, But that 
that is, that happened as well. That was a pretty cool moment. Um, had a huge party um, over at mom's house for for me, mommy, and it's really cool seeing people from uh, you know the the neighborhood from her from her growing you know up in this area, Knoxville, Oak Ridge, just coming and 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 celebrating her birthday. It was really cool. It was really neat. Um, and good history there with that yeah, family name, right? That's right. So we have just a, a lot to be grateful for. Um, all the people who came out, and then of course. Um, Christmas happened and you may have had family coming from far and wide and, and maybe they came in and they're leaving today and maybe that's what you're grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they left early. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that's not my case for those family that are listening. We want you to stay for at least another day or so. <laughs> so I'm kidding. Um, but real quick, just to finish up on the list, because we were talking about the return gifts, and then we got into a little therapy session with Landon. Um, but the recreational items is another thing. Um, and, you know, a couple of years ago, hoverboards were on fire. I mean, literally. They were. They were literally on fire. And now, maybe that's tailed off a little bit. Um, my son got one. He, he loves it. It's Bluetooth. It's got a, a Bluetooth speaker. Speaker, you know, it's pretty cool. We were playing music on it, and he, you know, he loves it. It's sort of an all-terrain. But those are things that people are returning as well. But a new thing that's hitting the market this year, and I'll be interested to see what how much it's returned, are electric bikes. Did you know that that was a thing? Electric bikes. Yes. I don't think I have. You heard that. of that? No, I have not. Okay, not Swagtron, um, which is the company who brought you the hoverboard. Um, I think that they their hoverboards were on fire as well, but I think it was in sales and not literally calling the fire department. Um, but they have this new product. It's Swagtron. It's an electric bike, and it goes eighteen miles per hour. I can really? ride that to wow. work. I yeah. mean, that's fast. That's some get up and go. And and I just came from Nashville where they have those bird bikes, the the electronic birds. I yeah. actually think the 18 miles an hour, the Swagtron moves is faster than the bird bikes in Nashville. And Nashville was running into a whole bunch of problems with those bikes. So oh. I would be interested to see if, uh, once again, Swagtron is going to add to that problem. Right. Is, this, is there an age group for this? I mean, can you? It's it's right primarily for eight, year, eight to 10 year olds. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm joking. No, no. <laughs> they ride their bikes faster than that in my neighborhood. No. I mean, honestly, when I looked at the product, it, it looks like it is being sold really to adults, frankly. Okay. Um, you know, we so were it's like gonna, a moped. Although I was um, suggesting it for my son because I kind of wanted to ride it. Uh, to one be of those boomerang <laughs> gifts. It's like, I'm yeah, going to exactly. get this for you, but I'm totally going to use it. <laughs> Wear a helmet, everybody. Wear a helmet. Exactly. Oh, no, for sure. Wear a helmet. Um, but they're, they're a pretty nice product because you can actually, as a parent or as a girlfriend in Landon's case, you can actually keep this. Sorry, it's not going to be all about <laughs> you, Landon, but you can put the speed, if you'd like, on the app. You can set the speed of what the max speed was. Oh. Either that's true or I made that up to justify getting it. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that that's it. Um, but those are some things. Now, for those out there that might have bought their stuff, that stuff on Amazon and you need that quick cash, um, I'm not quite sure how to help you because you'll have to go to Amazon and you can't physically walk up to an Amazon store but you can probably get to Amazon and just go in and, and go onto the website and click on return. And I bet you it's going to be pretty darn easy to do it. But there are some brick and mortar Amazon stores. Have you seen that in the mm-hmm. paper? In New York, there's they started mm-hmm. an Amazon store and it's oh. starting to spread in major markets. Oh, man. Amazon is soon going to take over everything. Their five-star products are being sold. Yeah. If, you, if you're out there and you have something that you are returning, um, call us. Let us know what you're, what you're returning it for. I um, would love to hear from you on that. That could be um, something, one of the five things that we spoke of, or it could be something that you just really couldn't believe that you, you got. And you can remain you know, anonymous. I tell you what, you know, one of the things that's not going to be returned, and this I read this, this is not me making it up, Mom, so if you're listening, but one of the things that's not going to be returned that is one of the biggest Christmas presents in Colorado is what? Marijuana. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come to find out, I read on, I think it was the Drudge Report, but it was definitely one of the biggest gifts that was given on Christmas morning. Could you imagine that? Is that on the geopet A head? stocking full of, of marijuana. I mean, it's legal, guys. I mean, I'm not saying anything is not happening, right? Here you go, Nana. I got you an eighth of the sticky icky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, good. Yeah, Merry that's Christmas. Happening. That's right. Uh, but I can promise you that marijuana distributors in Colorado are not worried about their return policy because that stuff's not coming back. And as a matter of fact, I don't think you can return that either. So, um, and as you all know, you can buy Colorado, buy marijuana in Colorado legally. Um, and 
also in Washington, D.C. and in Las Vegas. I think there's probably other states, if I'm not mistaken. Landon, you'd know. <laughs> really? Why would I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, and, you know, Tennessee, as a matter of fact, voted down medicinal use for marijuana um, in this last legislative sec- section or session. Um, and I'm sure that that will come back up because... Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of states are voting on it. How did we get talking about marijuana? Well, Mark, how, why did you let us do that? It's um, after you hit that funny smelling cigarette, Kevin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, me, mommy, she's, he's kidding. He's kidding. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. You know, uh, the other thing, too, with, with getting gifts is that Pam and I, my wife, um, who's probably listening, um, you have to figure out where to store all this stuff. You know, if you're, if you have kids, you know, it, we're blessed. We're, we're absolutely blessed, too blessed to be stressed is, or depressed, whatever. But you've got all this new stuff in, like, for Pam and I, half of it was in my car, half of it was in the garage, and half of it was in on the, the living room couch and table and things like that. These are quality problems, folks. I'm telling you right now. But we have a lot of stuff, and it really makes me sit back and think, man, what do I have to complain about, (laughs) you know? And there's just not a lot because I have everything that I need, and and certainly there's a lot of people today who might have um, other thoughts on that, and they might not be grateful because there's a, a real issue happening in their life. But I'm just speaking for myself, um, and and that's why we we do things that we do. You know, being able to give back, man, I love it. I love being able to give back and and do things out there in the community because you know that's what I got. That's what I have. Somebody gave something to me, so I'm going to try to give it back. Um, not to pivot to mm-hmm. something too serious, Mark. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think uh, giving back is really a big part of it. No, I, I was talking about not having enough room for the presents. Oh, I don't have that problem. <laughs> well, I you, give it all away. You're Kevin. an empty nester, right? I, I am. Uh, yeah, no, I've got 20-year-old, 22-year-old, and 24-year-old. So, so you have, you're an empty nester. I'm an empty nester. Unless they, they still, still live there. You know, they, no, no, they're out right. on their own, but they come back. That's not and, unusual you know, for a 22-year-old, I mean, to live at home. No, it's not. Uh, but we encourage that with money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The subsidy that you get. All right. We got traffic and weather together here in a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back into the Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray filling in for Phil today. Here with Mark Griffith, the Housing Hour executive producer and co-host. Weekend show that you can listen to right here on the News Talk of East Tennessee. Definitely would love to have your um, help in, in getting onto the airways on at 3 p.m. I think is on Saturday is when our show is. So we'd love for you to tune in to that as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of headlines that we just heard from our very own Adam Litton, you know, and some of those are not that does not, I'm sure for those out there listening, doesn't make them, they're driving to work much happier. Um, you know, some of those, like for instance, the Dow being down 653 points on Christmas Eve, you know, worst Christmas Eve ever. And it was a short trading period, you know, yeah. so we had a lot of that happening. Um, confusing signals from Washington send markets plunging. Wall Street craves certainty, but all it gets is chaos. And then you have this story. Police in Fort Collins, Colorado, are looking for a burglar who walked into a local business and walked out with some loot. The video shows the suspect dressed in a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer costume. Even though the video was able to catch Rudolph red-handed, the suspect has still been able to elude police. Unbelievable. Many believe that the foggy weather contributed to Rudolph's elusiveness. Yeah, he turned off his nose. That's right. (laughs) So you have some things out there. I mean, that's a real story, guys. If you just look it up, in the video, this lady, actually, she takes off. And it's an actually really nice Rudolph costume. I'd love to have it for um, the Christmas costume thing that we do. (laughs) But she takes it off and looks up into the camera as she's walking out of this business. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So even though there are a lot of crazy headlines, lines there's some funny ones out there as well um uh, one thing that, that mark and i were talking about before we started was about all the things that um our teen well you don't have a teenager anymore but that i'm looking at as as a father of a teenager mm. and i read a report um just uh, yesterday that i found on uh, line and it well, the, the question that it was asking was did 2018 usher in a creeping tech dystopia 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 Okay. You want to look that up? No. Um, but what the question was, and I, I get, I get it. Really, I do, um, because there is a, so many different things that kids these days are really being exposed to. 
you know, my daughter's one of them. I'm one of them. You're one of them. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're all, it's not just, you know, the millennials, you know, that are online. Even me, mommy has a Twitter account. Yes. No. And, I saw, really? and I saw a video of your father. <laughs> what? I saw oh. a video of your father with Alexa. Oh, my goodness. That was unbelievable. That was a classic. Yeah. These these old people and um, Alexas, it's just hysterical. You know, that Saturday Night Live skit last year. And then my dad, we actually had a real life situation with my father. <laughs> it is so funny. I can't even explain to you how funny it was seeing him interact with this technology. It was like oil and water, literally, yeah. it was. I'm sorry, Dad, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but this back to this article is talking about how everything that we touch, everything that we are involved in, they're harvesting information from us, right? Mm. So it, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter, whether it be LinkedIn, or whether it be Instagram or uh, Google, whatever it is, anything that you can possibly imagine People are collecting data, collect, collecting information, and then taking that data, really, and, and using it, whether that be for advertisers to be able to find a specific demographic, or it could be for someone trying to sell you, you know, whatever the case may be, that's just what's happening, right? And somehow our culture, you know, 20 years ago, you know, when I was 10, no, I'm kidding, but there wasn't that type of issue. You know, we had a Nintendo. I had a Nintendo. It wasn't the Switch where you could play it on multiple, you know, uh, screens. It was Nintendo. I sat there and played Super Mario Brothers until my hands started bleeding, you know, but that was it, you know, and there wasn't really a, there wasn't an internet connection to the Super Mario Brothers and they weren't collecting, you know, how many clicks I had. They did it the old fashioned way though. They did market surveys. They'd call mm-hmm. your house and, and they would do, they would collect information the old way. Right, exactly. And that's why the, nobody got anything that they wanted. <laughs> because that was the way. So now they're really they're really collecting this data and th- there's there's two there's pros and there's cons to it of course. Like I'm looking here on the um website that I'm looking at and there's pop-up ads from Best Buy. So apparently Phil and Hal have been maybe searching for electronics right. because it reads what you're doing and people always comment to me cuz that's kind of what I do in my real job and they say, "Oh, you know, I was just now searching this and all of a sudden in Facebook I saw this ad pop up." Well, that's that is so 2014 or earlier. That's been happening for a long long time. What's new is what we talked about on the housing hour, which is this 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 learning that the computers are doing, and 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 it's it's sort of an algorithm that it's building, and it's 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 building a a, a profile for you, and then it's extrapolating information, and it's it's bringing up and and, and creating audiences for to, for people to sell to, you know, right. and um, the part of it that worries me, I guess, when you look at at kids, because kids are just exposed to so much. Um, you know, we have to really, if Olivia, if you're listening, this isn't anything, you know, against you, my daughter, who's yeah. 13, beautiful, going to be a Mary Poppins at the Knoxville Children's Theater coming really? up. Yeah, it's an amazing place. We'll talk more about that. But um, it's not her. It's it's society. And as parents, for myself, you know, I have to work against that constantly because um, that's what society is gearing us towards is that we're on our phone we're put we're inputting information because guess what that gives it a feed into this this new realm that we live in um Mark, do you have any comments on that? Well, I just wonder, is this, um, you know, is this a healthy thing? Is this a normal evolution of technology thing? How how do you categorize it? I don't think it's a healthy thing. Um, I think it's, I think it is the next step for the advertisers that are out there to try to get a one up on the man next door, the woman next door. You know, you have Google who is selling advertising space. You have, you even have Yahoo. You even have all of these different outlets that Yahoo is probably not a good example, but um, you have all these different advertisers that are trying to manipulate the information and get and serve you with something, a product uh, that they can, you know, sell this advertising space for a lot of money for. And I don't think it's healthy though, Mark, because, um, you know, let's just look as an example, you have a family gathering and you have, uh, you know, grandparents, uncles, aunts, all here gathered. And this is not my family. I'm just saying, giving you a general um, idea. If you look around the room, I've been to these type of functions and every single kid that's there over the age of probably 13 are glued to their phones. 
Um, they're just glued to their phones. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, wow, this is scary because what's happening is people are, are just glued to their phones and, and they're not participating in life. Right? They're not living in the moment. They're not doing face-to-face time. No, exactly. They're doing FaceTime. Uh, we do have a caller that might be interested in talking about social media and technology. Um, we'll maybe pop in and see what Greg has to say. Greg, uh, you're not going to call about the wall, are you? <laughs> no, nah, not about the wall. Okay. Uh, I'd go on about that, too, but you already <laughs> passed that subject, so we'll go on the one you're talking about oh, now. Oh, awesome. By the way, belated Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you, Greg. Hey, yeah, this whole technology, social media thing and everything, I mean, it's, it's awesome in a lot of ways, but it's scary in a lot of other ways, too. I yeah. mean, they're, they're not only, I mean, there's a new movie out, well, it came out a couple months ago called The Creepy Line, and oh. it's all about how Amazon, Facebook, Google, and all of that, they're not just collecting data, they're actually manipulating us by filtering which data we see in search engine searches and all that. Facebook, you know, they're... they're they're offering you this platform for free, but basically they're giving it to you for free because they're collecting and selling your data to people. And they're literally using it, especially to the younger generations, in terms of addicting them to it by, you know how you get your notifications? Well, you'll have a whole bunch of notifications, but they'll literally measure, you know, by measure, give you a notification every you 15 20 minutes just to get you to keep coming back rather than giving it to y'all yeah they want you to keep coming back and hitting it and google the way they they filter what they actually will show you in your search engine they actually subliminally manipulate you like when you start typing in a search Mm -hmm. and they'll suddenly start giving you suggestions based upon just the first few letters or words and so many people don't even realize it, and they'll just click on a suggestion that's close to what they were looking for. Yeah, and and it's all about. And there was even a CEO or not CEO, but executive from Facebook. And the way they got the title for this movie, The Creepy Line, is he was being interviewed, and he's talking about, you know, there's this creepy line, this fine creepy line of where you get too involved. And Google, we go right up to it, but we don't go across it. But in reality, they go across it all the time. And another example of the devices, I mean, you're right, the kids. I mean, they just can't put it down. Mm-hmm. And, well, and it's they, not just the kids. It's not just well, the kids. The it's the adults, too. too. I mean, yeah. I, for me, at least, I know that I have an issue. I, it's hard to put it down. And, and there's, a, there's a euphoria that some people get, and this is why it's so addictive. Um, it is an addictive nature when those notifications come up and you see that there's a like you see that there's a post shared to your wall whatever it is there's that there's that release of a chemical and it is definitely scientific there is some issues we'll talk more about it uh, from the junk be gone studio, studio. You're, you're listening to the phil show on news talk 98.7 w-o-k-i Welcome back into the Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you for joining us. I'm here with Mark Griffith. Thank you, guys. This is exciting to be here. And you know what? You got to be careful out there. Somebody's always watching. There's no doubt about that. Greg, we apologize for having to cut you off. We were coming up on a break. But you, you raised some fantastic points. And, um, you know, those that are out there, this may be new news to them. I don't know. To me, it's, it's something I've known. The name of the movie that he said was it creep? I wrote it. Okay, a creepy line. line. Well, it's something Greg pointed out that it's happened to me when I started Google searching and it just pops up and I've clicked on it. Mm. So I, I, you know, I I really that was subliminal. I didn't realize that was happening to me. Yeah, exactly. Because you're programmed for that, and that's what I think Greg was pointing to. Um, Some of the searches, for instance, if you're in Google and you start typing, what is the best and then it's going to give yep. you, and, and, you know, Google would come back and say, well, the algorithm or the search engine, or, you know, we, we know what people are searching for. So we're trying to help you to get to where you're wanting to go. And although that might be true, when you have specific articles that are coming up based upon your searches that are geared towards um, programming you to think a certain way, for instance, if you're, you know, looking to get political news or whatever it is, and it knows who you are because it says, okay, this is a person, this is who I have here. It's, you know, this, uh, you know, way of thinking and it's data driven because they've got the information. And so they're going to provide you with what they feel. So there's two sides to the coin, what they feel that you want to read about. 
Um, but like I'm on this computer today, and if I started Googling something, you know, maybe it doesn't do that. Now, for those out there listening, you can go to, and I don't know that it actually works now that I think about it, but um, Google does have, if you hit the file button, you can do a incognito window, which does not have that same data-driven behavior right. uh, algorithm tied to it. So, it, you know, people... Uh, always tell me, well, when I Google myself, I pop up at the top. Or when I Google myself, my business pops up at the top. Well, that's because you're coming from your IP address and you're coming from your computer and, and, and it clearly sees who you are and it knows that that's what you're looking for. So Monique has helped me understand that piece of the puzzle more than I ever have. Um, but, you know, the collection of this data, you know, it's the same thing when you consider, you know, what, and, and Landon brought this up uh, to us during break is this kind of the new ancestry.com where they're collecting data mm -hmm. and coming up with a, with a fingerprint for you. Yeah, services like 23andMe.com is one that I've seen advertised a lot this time of year. And they were running specials leading up to Christmas, practically a two-for-one for these DNA kits, and they can, you know, find out your ancestry. Mm. And I just kind of thought, isn't that the next step in data collecting? Now you can mm -hmm. ask yourself, what are they, what are they going to do with your DNA and mm -hmm. stuff like that? But I'm sure people were literally asking the same thing. Oh, what are they going to do with, with my uh, search results and stuff like well, that? Well, you, mm -hmm. you can get the you know, profile of your history of health. So you can mm -hmm. say, are you more susceptible to... To diabetes, are you more susceptible to weight, heart, all that? Yeah, and they would say, Mark, you're more susceptible to Russian hackers. Dose <laughs> <laughs> no. I am not. <laughs> no, but you know, one of the consequences of this open internet highway, if you will, the World Wide Web that Al created for us, yes. is that you have, you know, th these these characters who are out to get you, and you can get hacked, certainly. You know, there's extortion hacks that can happen, you know, where you get an email all of a sudden, and people are saying, oh, I've got a, you know, I got a video of you from this website, or whatever it is, and they say, send 5,000 Bitcoin to this, you know, address, and this is not traceable, yada, yada, yada. That stuff is fake. It's not real, but it certainly makes people think that they're, you know, Really, they really have video of you on your phone. But you think about all the Mark. They don't have video. They, of they don't have. Okay, I, I know that. <laughs> but but think about all the um, you know software you know sites that you can go on the web, and you they want username and password. And a lot of time, people use the same password for all of those things, so they don't have to remember it. Right? What a mistake! Oh yeah, and and we had someone at our company come in and give us the lowdown on that because. You have to be careful. If somebody does get a hold of your password, they could literally lock you out of your life. And do you remember the Sell movie? Sell it back to you. What was that movie that was Trading Places? Remember with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. That was sort of a real-life scenario of today's time. Somebody could digitally lock you out of your life. They really could. And they could do things to harm you that, that trading places, it would make trading places look like a kitty festival because they could literally take you down. And that's the ultimate consequence. And that's what we as parents, as, as thought leaders or whatever you call us, you have to make sure that the people around you understand the critical nature of what a password is and, and how it is going to protect you. And since we're never off our devices, mm -hmm. although it seems like we're never off our devices, right. it's they're just collecting more and more of this. And the yeah. opportunities out there is But you know, and we're coming up on, on some uh, traffic and weather together, but we have really the interesting thing too. I'm able to maintain, you know, do doing two things at once. Like you're over there reading your computer because you're keeping up with what's going on. Right. I'm also doing the same thing. You know, I guess that's just a thing, but my daughter is very talented. She can be on her phone, participate in a conversation, and also take a bath all at the same time. She, it's amazing. She can ignore you, too. Oh, and that's that's just a given. I'm kidding, Olivia, and Patrick's <laughs> there, too. From the Junk Be Gone studio, you're, you're listening to The Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. And welcome back into The Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray. That's my best Phil impression. Um, we are here live in studio. Welcome in. Thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All of the in-betweens there. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're, we're excited to be here. Mark and I, I tell you, Mark Griffith, um, he is our executive producer and co-host on our weekend show, The Housing Hour. Um, we'd love for you to tune into that. We have a lot of fun, thehousinghour.com. You can get more information about it. But we have a lot of different shows, different types of shows. We we have um, a mini-series that you can go and uh, share with friends and family. But we, we have home technology. We have uh, protecting your family. We have, we've, we've had quite a few different topics. It's just... 
flooded with content. Yeah, it really is. It's a treasure trove of information. It is the mothership of the Housing Hour. Um, Landon is there right now, as a matter of fact. Um, I know that because I've got his Google history here oh, that's um, right. on my screen. <laughs> Gotta um, go in incognito mode. There you go. My right wife screen. just my wife texted me and because she said, "Yeah, you're doing a great job." She said, "I'm on incognito window. You won't be able to follow me anymore." <laughs> uh, she was kidding, but um. So uh, the last segment we were we were dipping into talking internally about really what what is this this whole uh, idea and movement that's occurring online and, and how they're creating a digital footprint or uh, fingerprint of what you are who you are and the the other issue with that I think Mark is that what you do online and what p- other people see you doing online um, doesn't always represent who you are. And it may not be 100% accurate um, for people to be able to provide you with the services or whatever they're looking to do. Wow. You know, you know I mean, that's really yeah, deep. It because is deep. What, what, what you just said is on so many different levels, the social media platforms, people don't know you personally right we say they're friends on facebook but are we really true mm. friends they don't know you they don't know the context of who kevin ray is right. what you think how you act what you do right they're just guessing at it and a lot of times that's where the miscommunication of fights occur on facebook amazon oh. doesn't know you that deeply either mm, that's so true and if you want to know me actually you can go to kevinray.com oh that's right um r-h-e-a kevinray.com hopefully it's not down or something it's just a personal website but you're right because on kevinray.com and that's ray like ray county um i share about my personal life and who i am and there's an about me section and i give an autobiography of myself of, i guess a self um, portrait of who I am um, for people that are interested. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a ego thing. It's just I don't want people to be out there and see me and and maybe take a guess. Oh, this person, this is their character. You can go there, and I get very transparent. You, you are, and, and and most people are. But when they make comments on social media platforms, I mean, uh-huh. this is another you know, rabbit hole we could run down. But when you make comments on it, sometimes you're we become flippant with what we say. But mm. because I know Kevin, right. I realize that that's, he's not really serious. <laughs> and that's probably 99% exactly. of your That's posts. why Pam stays <laughs> with me is because she knows the real me. But then somebody's on there thinking, oh man, what a jerk. Right. right. What and, a jerk. And I think that bleeds into other parts of life as well. You know, whether that be at work, could be at home, but it could be also on the radio. You know, right. some people might think, you know, Brian is a certain way. The previous guest host, that yeah. was eight to 10, you know, but you don't know him. Well, they judge him wrong. They judge just what he said, like in the previous sentence. Right. And that's not who he is. As it a person. happens to Landon all the right. time. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, I've heard Phil go off on you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. And I've also gotten some, uh, some of those messages on social media talking about, yeah. I'll make a post and then somebody has to get in the comments and say some really nasty stuff. Yeah. So, right. Uh, and, 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 and that's the whole politically correct society that we live in, too, because you could say something on Facebook and maybe you're affiliated with a company and people get so disjointed by what you said. Um, they are going to go to every length to try to bring you down. And I know that that may be like a uh, polarizing situation. Maybe that's our magnified situation, a little bit of hyperbole. But um, that's true. You look at people who advertise, you know, for instance, Rush Limbaugh, just as an example, you know, he says some things that people don't agree with so they'll go people will go to their advertisers you know or whoever it is they try to take what someone says out of context and i guess what rush was a bad you know Probably. example but um so don't call in complaining rush fans i like rush he's fine it's no big deal um but seriously um we all look at that and and you know there is something that's out there it's called nomophobia yes have you ever heard of it no um, it's something that's actually a little bit scary. And there's, there's something called nomophobia and it is the fear of being disconnected from your phone or losing your phone. No mobile phone cell phobia. Well, we're basically, yeah, but the, the technical scientific term is nomophobia. And here are some signs that you may um, actually have this. And this isn't, you know, you might be a redneck type of thing, okay? This is real stuff. Um, So I'm going to go through this. is just the top 10 signs that you have nomophobia. Number one, when your battery is getting dangerously low, you begin to have shortness of breath. (laughs) Oh, man, that's scary stuff. I don't have that personally. I just go into panic attack. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So another one, number two, when you fly, when you're going to fly, the first thing that you do upon making it through security 
Security is looking for a charging station. So even though your phone is at 97%, you're like, oh my heavens, I'm going to be on this plane for too long. I got to get it charged up, even though the planes now have, you know, chargers on them usually. Um, or they sell these batteries that you can take. This battery will last for 30 days, you know, because you can charge up your battery, you know, over and over and over again. Um, that's number two. Number three, going somewhere with little or no, no service feels like being stuck on a deserted island with no food or water. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually that real. Way. Yeah. I've I mean, been to it, Costa Rica. Yeah, exactly. Is it Costa or Costa? I, I don't know. Okay. Costa. But it doesn't matter. Um, that's a good thing to think about. And actually, in Costa Rica, or wherever, however you call it, there is connection. I was in Costa Rica, and I had Wi-Fi. I was just as connected in Costa Rica as I was sitting right here today. When I was at my hotel. Now, right. I went outside of my hotel. No, that's it's a different story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Number four, if you can't sleep without knowing your phone is right next to you. I can't. You cannot. I cannot. Why don't you respond to my texts? I did last night. <laughs> it's fine. That's uh, funny. And, and that's, this isn't on the list, but if you send a text and then you immediately expect a response within one minute, there's a it's sign. True. There's a chance you have nomophobia. Um, if going to school in your underwear is a worse punishment than losing your phone for a week. That would be my daughter. Like she would probably, I'm joking about that, but like I know that there's kids that would rather be literally ran over by a car than to lose their phone. That's really something, you know? Um, Well, the you know, back in the 60s, you took the princess phone away from the girls. Right. That's what happened in my household. If they got in trouble. Wow. The princess phone. It was a plug-in at phone or whatever. Was it an edge network or something? I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Bell South? I don't know. <laughs> 3G? No, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that's, that's, but that was the consequence back then. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you know, but kids, the, the, the consequences of losing your phone for a week has, has skyrocketed, honestly. Um, if you feel that the iPhone, this is number six, if you feel that the Find Your iPhone app is literally a gift from above, then you might have nomophobia. Number seven, if you feel a state of euphoria when your phone drops and falls, but the screen doesn't crack, you feel a sense of euphoria. <laughs> um, and the, Hold on, I'm going to get in here. I don't yeah. like, like, that is just going to be, oh, sweet, I don't have to drop another $600 on a phone. Right, failing. But, but euphoria. Though I don't know, saving six hundred dollars that borderlines euphoria in my book. True, that's That's a good point. Yeah, I'll I'll email the writer of this content and tell. (laughs) Please do. That's unacceptable. (laughs) I I demand an apology. (laughs) And when you're done, I've got one for Landon. Okay. is that music I hear in my ear? Oh, yeah, it is. Wow. We're going to finish this list up in a minute, guys, because we still have three to go. We'll be- Welcome back. Welcome back into The Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you for joining us. We're excited to be here. I'm here with uh, the executive producer and co-host of The Housing Hour, um, Mark Griffith. Thank you for joining us. We're excited to be here. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. A lot of things going on, as you can hear through the different news outlets and our very own Adam Litton. Um, a lot of things happening this holiday season. Um, you have uh, the president deciding not to go to Florida. I believe he's still in Washington, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he has uh, decided to stay there until the uh, partial shutdown is over and he is awaiting a compromise. Both sides are sort of at a standstill. I don't know the latest. I, that was as of last night uh, before I went to bed, maybe this morning. But um, I think we're still in a holding pattern as of right now. There's no clear end in sight. There has to be a compromise. Uh, and whether or not you're a Democrat or a Republican, you currently just have a face off and you have uh, the border wall as the center, maybe uh, of this latest episode of um, political turmoil, but you also have a budget that needs to be passed. You have, uh, you know, the however many government workers that uh, are in jeopardy of losing potential pay on the short term. Um, but the bottom line is there's Washington as usual, I think. There's a, a stalemate. Um, and, and you can argue it from both sides of the aisle. It doesn't matter. Um, bottom line is, is that the government is currently on a partial shutdown. So that's where we are. And if you are one of those employees that's furloughed, I don't think that's the proper terminology. Um, I just hope that it all works out to your favor. And, you know, for us Americans who might be listening, 
um, who are wrestling with this in their mind and it's just so um, thought provoking and there's just so much intensity going on in your spirit about it and you want to just lash out at somebody, hi, I feel you. I know what you're saying. I, I definitely can understand that. So, um, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not talking about <laughs> politics, but I understand it. I understand where you're coming from. If you want to listen to the Halloran Hilton Hill show coming up on New Year's Eve, I'll be guest hosting um, from three to five. I, or I think that's when that's it is. Right. Yeah. On, uh, and I'll, I'll certainly get into a bunch of those topics, but today we're talking about nomophobia. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and I was, I had, I had a couple of other ones that I was mentioning, going to mention number eight. Um, if you have cut yourself, this is about, let me reset this. Sorry. Nomophobia is if it's the fear of being disconnected from your phone or service or losing your phone. So it's the fear of it. And to be honest, I'm not sure if this is an actual medical term. Did you determine that in your research? Oh, I think it is. It is a medical term. I okay. think it is. Well, another another sign, I read the other, and I'll, um, you can go back and listen to the podcast. I doubt that that will actually go up. But if you'd like, you can go to thehousinghour.com and I will put, I will have Mark, I will send that okay. list to you so that I'll people can have it. Um so another one, number eight, if you have cut yourself multiple times on a cracked screen because you were avoiding taking it for repair because you'd be without a phone for a short period of time. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's real bad. And I actually know someone, if you're listening, I know you are, um, maybe you could be, um, that's, that's an issue because they don't, they don't want to take their phone to get it repaired. Now, it could be the $600 that, that I was Lynn, about to jump in here. I yeah. know. I had an iPad that had a cracked screen, and I yeah. actually sliced my thumb open one time using it. And it wasn't because I have, uh, you know, a fear right. of not being without an iPad. It's, you know, those things cost money. Mm-hmm. You know what the first step is admitting that you have a problem, Lance? <laughs> I'm never gonna. <laughs> you can take my Apple products out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, that is a real thing. I mean, look, it's you you can get the screen fixed for like a hundred and something dollars, but listen, money doesn't grow on trees in Tennessee. <laughs> it may in other states, but I get that. No, there is something to it. And these aren't, by the way, before you write into the show or um send hate mail, this isn't my list. Although I modified the list that I found online a little bit. Um, these are just signs. This doesn't mean you have it. Like just because you have a cough doesn't mean you have the flu. Right. So um, anyway, number nine, when you see a stranger drop their phone, you immediately empathize with them even more than when your friend lost his job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, th- it's like- <laughs> I think at that point you might want to reevaluate your friendships, not necessarily your relationship with your technology. Right. It's like, oh gosh, he just dropped his phone, honey. Hold on. Oh, shoot. Good thing. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, empath- empathizing with that person more than if the friend who lost a job, that's, that's sad. That's a sad state that you're in. And number 10, this is the last one, is that you decide to opt out of marriage because you can't find someone who wants to binge watch Netflix as much as you do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that is a real thing, you know, um, because Netflix, I mean, now if you, for those that are listening, if you're a millennial or if you're not a millennial, it doesn't matter. Um, Netflix, it used to be, oh, just one more episode, but now it's like, oh, just one more season, <laughs> you know, and that's just a thing, you know, you, do you watch Netflix, Mark? Oh, all the time. You do. What's your favorite show? Uh, I it's be... a Ripper Street. Ripper Street. Have you ever heard of that, Landon? Uh, no, I have not. Netflix. I'll have to check that out. Um, what about House of Cards? Does anybody watch that one? Yeah, I was in on the earlier seasons, but right. not so much here recently. Okay, no. this is a, a current topic. Did anybody happen to see the the very odd video oh my that God. Kevin Spacey put out? Oh yeah. And the day that he that the ju- or whoever it was, I don't remember. I think it was New Jersey or Pennsylvania. I can't remember. Somewhere along the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And he was. Uh, they they announced that he was going to be charged with uh, sexual assault. Right. Of a teen. And then he posted. This video to his uh, YouTube channel and then on to Twitter, him in character as Frank Massengill. It was very odd. And he was talking about, uh, you know, him leaving. I don't know what he was talking about. It was That's a really great question. Yeah. I, I will say this. I will say this. I, I really liked that character on the show. But to see him in that character the same day that they announced charges of him 
uh, you know, and this is alleged. This is it has you know this this is absolutely not. Uh, he hasn't actually been um, charged with. Well, he's been charged with it, but he hasn't been proven guilty. But sexual assault. I thought that was strange. Now he didn't say anything about that necessarily in the video. But check it out. Go to YouTube or Twitter or wherever and just check it out because he probably has nomophobia. I would say. Well, I've got Frank, one. Frank Massengill does not have nomophobia. I don't think I ever saw him with the cell phone the entire show. Okay, but Psychology Today mm-hmm. um, uh, reported this study. And so this is the last one on nomophobia. Uh-huh. 34% admitted to answering their cell phone during intimacy with their partner. Mm. <laughs> There you wow. go. See? Wow. Well, my so, kids are still asleep, but yeah. Yeah, well, then in that case, that case, I definitely don't have it. Then nomophobia. That's well, not an issue for me. We, I we, know came, to, you, we came to an agreement, yeah. and it's not going to be a problem anymore. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> All good well, relationships are built on compromise. Right. Well, I mean, if, it, if it's only going to be, you know, a couple of minutes, you could probably wait, Mark. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, oh just, we just eliminated sex totally, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, what is going on? Wow. Just kidding, just kidding. The, the Federal Trade Commission's online, one for you, Mark. No, I'm kidding. Or not the Federal Trade Commission. I don't know why. Them that. too, yeah. The FCC, the FTC, the SEC. And the OPP. Yeah, and the NWA, National Wrestling Alliance. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Um, but there is something to that. If you have one of those signs, I know we are jumping around on topics there, then you could have nomophobia. And now, back to your guest host. Welcome back into The Phil Show. My name's Kevin Ray. I'm here with Mark Griffith. He is from The Housing Hour, as myself. Um, you can listen to us on the weekends, Saturday, 3 to 4 p.m., right here on the News and Talk of East Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, all of those things. Thank you for joining us. We're very excited to be here. Um, there's a lot going on, a lot, lot going on, and um for us at the housing hour, we try to talk about things that people are interested in. So one of the things that we've talked about, and it's really got a lot of traction, is home technology. And those that was a big present this year for people. And the home technology uh, conversation, I think, will become even larger in the days and months and years following because it's making all of our lives better. Um, for instance, uh, we decided to get... Uh, my mom, an Alexa Echo Plus, the one where it's the smart home hub. Right. Because some people don't realize this, Bo, but if you get the Alexa, which it's a great product, I love the Alexa, and you don't have the smart home hub side of it, well, then you, you can't do certain things. For instance, if you have a just an Alexa without the smart home hub, you can't purchase a smart light bulb, for instance, like a Philips Hue, one of the ones that has the Wi-Fi connectivity, you have to have another hub that's going to talk with this light bulb. So we got her the Echo Plus. That allows for people to then get, you know, light bulbs. There are, I mean, there's a variety of different home piece technology pieces that you can get that go along with the hub. Um, I was showing this to my mom last night and I was connecting her um, light bulb and it was just really cool because you're able to say, you know, Alexa, turn on the light, and it turns the light on. Now, that seems simple, but there's other things you can do. You can schedule things to happen. For instance, you can do this without even um, having to say anything. You can set it up on your phone so that certain things happen when you literally leave your house. So you could create a rule within the Alexa app that says, when I leave this address anytime I want this series of events to happen. That might be that it turns off all of your lights. That might mean that it turns your air conditioner down to 60, you know, or 72. You can have a variety of things happen automatically. Now, here's the cool thing. I think this is what's coming because that is something that you can program, right? You can program that. And we have this leave it to Kleber series that we've done, right? That we had, um, and, the new thing that's going to evolve into is where you're going to have these smart home technologies learn this behavior and you won't even have to set it up. It'll just know, okay, this is what this person does and it will start to modify its behavior based upon your behavior. You're talking about artificial intelligence. Yes. Yes. That's the new thing. That's what's coming. But in the meantime, and you know, here's, here's where I see the gap being in technology for, you know, somebody like my mom, you know, I know, mom, you're listening, I think. But 
it's hard to put this stuff and set it up and, you know, actually get these things implemented into your day-to-day life. You know, she has an Alexa, but actually taking the Alexa and, you know, other than saying, Alexa, play Harry Connick Jr., (laughs) I mean, what else can you do with it, right? Well, one of the things that, you know, setting up, it is a struggle, but... Correct me if I'm wrong, because my son, I know you, you're very good at that. Um, my son told me that if you buy the Echo on Amazon, if you have an Amazon account, uh-huh. then when they send you the product that you just bought, the Echo Dot or whatever, uh-huh. it's already preloaded with all your information. Is that true? Well, because it's in a cloud, there's, once you log into your your Amazon, see, because you have to download the Amazon Alexa right. app. So once you download the Amazon Alexa app, you then sign into your account. So it's, so so it's it more, it, it's sort of the way it is. I mean, it knows seamless. who you are. It's, it's very seamless and it loads all your information. It's, it's an ecosystem similar to what, you know, Apple has. And you have the Apple Hub, for instance, and that's a new one that's out. Um, it hasn't come as long, uh, far along, I think, as the Alexa because the Alexa has just done a better job with uh, making it ergonomic, if you will. And it's a little easier to set up and so forth. Um, the hub, I think, will has a lot of room to improve because don't we all have Apple iPhones? I mean, except for no. you. Except for you. He, yeah. Shame. Exactly. I know. Shame. Exactly. Love the stock. Hate the inventory. Yeah. I mean, don't love the stock right now. Hey, um, it's, I, loved it, I loved Trump, it five years ago. Donald Trump price. did say, I heard on his press conference, he said, it's a great time to buy. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, this Apple technology, and then you have Alexa, and then you also have Google Home. So those are the three competing factions right now. Do you have one of the smart home technologies, Landon? Uh, I don't personally, but my mom does have a Google Home, and it's one of the those things where mm-hmm. it's literally the only quote unquote smart home device she has. Right. So, like you were talking about, your mom's like, play Harry Connick Jr. It's practically yeah. just a, hey, Google, will you play Spotify for me? Right. And stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest, I, I said many times, Alexa, play some Frank Sinatra Christmas. And then, boom, mm-hmm. it was our playing. Interestingly, I thought this was neat. I put this on my Facebook page a few days ago. I was mind blown by the fact that, um, Amazon announced a partnership with Apple so that you could take your music library that's in the Apple ecosystem. So if you, like for instance, I subscribe to the fourteen ninety nine family plan for the music so I can listen to anything that's on the Apple, uh, you know, library, you can actually now play that through your Alexa. That was very. That was a big move by somebody. I don't know who. Well, leave it to Kleber's series uh-huh. that you mentioned. Steve Cleaver mentioned that most of these Google and Amazon, all of these are going to be going up into the cloud, so uh-huh. you can access them. Yeah, and me, mommy, that doesn't literally mean the cloud. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> uh, but it, but you're right. It, it does allow for you to access this information, and I think you know whoever made the decision at Amazon, you know, to do this you know, to accept this as being part of their Alexa uh, ecosystem. I think it was a brilliant move. You know, Apple loves it because they're able to get into, you know, the Alexa world. And it's not the first time. I mean, you can, the iOS devices have the Alexa app. So obviously they have that relationship and you're able to control it. But this is a little different. This is a, taking it a little further because you're now able to access content that Apple is providing and people are subscribing to through an Amazon product. So you mentioned the Echo Plus, uh-huh. right? Is that the one with the little screen where you can pull no, up and say? No, that's the Echo Show or Echo oh. Spot. So you have the Echo Show and the Echo Spot, both of which have video capability. So there's also the Echo um, Show, which has the screen. So you, it's really cool because you can actually say Echo, or so you can say, you know, Alexa, whatever, you know, play uh Amazon play play Netflix or play okay. whatever you want it to play and it will play a video version of it. That's pretty cool. So we got one for our son and I can't remember what it is. It's just mm-hmm. a little round screen. Mm-hmm. He sets it up, but he put it in the kitchen so he can pull up recipes and oh, all it's sorts awesome. of awesome. YouTube on how to. Yeah, you can do anything, and that's what's cool about it. And that's what I hope you know. People who might have got one, we got one for Pam's mom as well. I got one for my dad last year, and 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 you <laughs> that's, know that's been well recorded. Yeah, and documented. No, that's right. Charlotte. Uh, my uh, mother-in-law, you know, asked us what, you know, what, what all can she can do with it? And we, I started to tell her, started to tell her some of the things that she could do. And I think she was impressed. Um, <laughs> people know of it. Well, it's so funny. Well, you say, I'm treading you say that. No, you say that because you always say there's digital natives or digital immigrants. That's, that's right. right. Exactly. And there's a wall. 
between the two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, there are digital natives and digital immigrants. Uh, you know, people are, are trying desperately to get their digital um, green card. It just takes, it's a process. See, you have to go through a process and it's illegal to jump over that uh, digital metaphorical wall. digital wall. Um, so anyway, the, the thing that the Alexa provides, I think, is an, is an opportunity for people to simplify their lives and also their technology. And that could be also with the hub, the Apple hub, or even the Google home, because you can use these things to use in concert the other technologies that you have. I mean, look, the, the Amazon Alexa can also control your TV. It can control your temperature. Let's say you have a Nest thermometer. Let's say, um, like Mark, you have four homes, you know, <laughs> and and let's say you want, you know, you have a Nest installed on all of them. So you could say, uh, you know, Alexa, what is the temperature at my Knoxville home or whatever you called it? Or for you, it might be, Alexa, what's the temperature for my Destin, Florida home? <laughs> whatever it is. Um, you could actually say, oh, you can control what the temperature is in those places. You could mm-hmm. say, Alexa, turn the temperature to the ocean home to 72. Immediately, oh, it's going to take care of it. I was at a, a, a vacation rental mm-hmm. in uh, Fripp Island uh-huh. and it was hot and I turned down the the oh. nest. Oh, yeah. And then they turned Reset. it back up. And then it uh-huh. went back up. And so I thought, yeah. what's wrong with this thing? I set it back down and went back up. Then I got an email from the owner said, we like to keep it at 70. Right, exactly. It is very true. I, and Pam I and I experienced invaded. that. Pam and I experienced that because they, I don't know that somebody was doing it on autopilot, but the fact was when we were in Orlando, the temperature, we would set it at a certain amount and it would automatically send it back to what they wanted it to be. And there's reasons for that. And I guess it was in the contract, but I mean, frankly, I don't blame people for wanting to, to monitor and modify their temperature because the, it can freeze up the AC. There's, there's big maintenance costs to, uh, renters and so forth. And you should know that no, since you own several homes. Um, but, uh, but I'm just kidding, uh, but, but it is true. It's very annoying. Um, but the reason for the app, for those that are interested in knowing what the benefits are, you know, being able to control all of your ecosystem and the nest is just an example of that. But going back to our caller, Greg, mm-hmm. who mentions, you know, some of the um, invading qualities mm-hmm. of this technology. Aren't we For just those of you who don't door? recall, because of all the callers, it was Greg. He was in the first hour. Go ahead. Well, isn't that opening the door to, you know, more of this spying and snooping and listening, eavesdropping? I mean, it could potentially, yeah, because folks, by the way, because we're getting ready to come up on a break, but for you who are listening and you go, you have an iPhone, go on to your settings right now and disable where it says allow access to your to your camera and your microphone. Oh. Undo that because even though the Russians aren't hacking on you or they're not having video of you, I mean, technically it could happen if you have that, if you have that checked. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Phil Show. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Mark and I have had a lot of fun. We are going to be crossing over here with Bob Yarborough. He's got a show this morning. Tune in from 10 to 12. Bob, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing really well. It's good to see you guys. Definitely. And listen, you guys, you sound like you're on a roll. Yeah. You got it going. You got it moving. So why don't I just get on out of here and you guys take it all the way to Rush Limbaugh. How's that? Oh, (laughs) man. You know what? I would. I would. You know, Bob, I just remembered I was talking earlier and I said, you know, that this computer, when I was searching stuff, had Halloran and Phil's search history. So it was showing me things that maybe Phil and Hal, but I forgot. You're also at this computer as well, so... Yeah, I am, but uh, I can I can sum this up real easily for you. So the uh, good things you saw on there typically are going to be my searches. <laughs> the questionable stuff, that's Hal and Phil. So that's easy to figure that out. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's scary, though, if you think about it, because, like, for instance, I clicked on this one Brooks Brothers ad that I guess Halloran probably uh, had been on or whoever. Um, and, and, and it says, it says, this is the reason why we're showing you this ad, because you visited their site the time of day or your general location and also other websites that you have visited. So, I mean, Big Brother or whatever you want to call him, he's monitoring what you're doing. You know, and I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. I mean, I, I will at some point if it gets too personal, but if I'm searching for a suit, for mm-hmm. instance, right. and it throws up an ad that gives me a sale that I otherwise would have missed, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Right. 
You don't care what they'll do with that information, though. Well, I know it's out there. Right. I know they're selling it. I know someone's profiting on it. Right. But that's just the price of doing business on the internet these days, isn't it? Yeah, that's Is true. it any different from mailing labels being sold? Yeah. You know, mail lists? Right, right. Old. Mailing lists. This is the modern-day version of mailing lists. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was at Channel 8 one morning, and I've told this story a handful of times, and, and Casey, my co-anchor there, we were just having a conversation among ourselves, and I mentioned to her a product that I had just recently ordered, Omaha Steaks. Uh-huh. And so we go on about our business. The next day she comes in, she goes, look what I got an email for or an ad or whatever it was. And it was Omaha Steaks. Wow. I said, have you ever searched that? She goes, of course not. Have you ever clicked on anything? No. Her phone. Yep. Picked it up Absolutely. in our conversation, and and it and it keyed her into to some type of now advertising. That's weird. Hundred percent. Yeah. that happens. Yeah, and, and you'll notice it in Facebook. They do that a lot. So you'll see that uh, you'll talk about with it in conversation, and, and it will pop up. And people thought, well, that's just such a coincidence. <laughs> it, I must really need to take that vacation. You know? <laughs> right. And that's what the advertisers are looking yes. for. So they that, want somebody. Um, the devices there. are listening. That's yes. why I say you put it in your home. The person mm-hmm. attend it. It's listening, And right? those Russians have video and, and they, audio <laughs> of everything of Mark. that Mark has done. <laughs> yes. not, not anyone else, but Mark. Yeah. I'm taping and, my video on this <laughs> laptop. You really should. Um, but I'm serious about unchecking that in Safari or Google Chrome. You can... You can um, deactivate access. Now, I don't know whether that works or not, because if you're a hacker getting into my phone, surely you can toggle that switch back if right. you needed to. <laughs> um, but it's scary in, a, in other ways, because you, if you're susceptible to being hacked, like this one that we talked about, and it was an extortion um, hacking uh, case. So you have to be mindful, although I do want to be served ads that are uh, you know, applicable to me, which I do find very, very beneficial. Um, I also have to be cognizant of who I give my password to, all those other things that are part of this digital environment that we live in, right? Yeah, I, I, I got a handful of passwords and each of them uh, vary a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I keep, I've got a long list uh, of passwords digitally protected in my phone and even when you go into if you knew where to go in my phone to find my list of passwords yeah they're still kind of written in code right it's not just spelled out for you so i i halfway pay attention to my passwords like that (laughs) i don't that's pretty good bob and i don't think everybody's doing what you're doing that's very important um but what about those uh, password managers are they any good you're pretty digitally listen i i have a like dash lane and those kinds of things yes yeah I definitely changed the way I did my passwords when we had that that expert come in who worked for FBI. FBI. Yeah, it was very enlightening. And so I have a system that I use, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are password protecting um, apps and so forth that you can use that I think are probably pretty good. But it's long gone are the days where you don't have to worry about it. You just think, oh, it's fine. I'm just going to make my password this because there is many things that can happen. And like I talked about, remember the movie Trading Places sure. with Eddie Murphy and Dan, Dan Aykroyd? Those things are really happening like in a real type of situation. Now, you probably aren't going to have a homeless man come in and take over your CEO position, but you could have somebody that would take all of your money. They could take, you know, your reputation. There's so many things. The consequences And aren't are we huge. opening up our senior citizens if we give them an echo or all this? Aren't we opening them up for, you Well, know, they abuse, won't ever be able to get abuse. it to work anyway, so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Do you guys have the, the Alexas and Echoes and that yes. kind of stuff? Yes. Yeah. We were I just don't. talking about I don't. Really? I don't. Don't have any of that. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, Bob, that you should look into because <laughs> it is it, wonderful. I, I'm sure it is. I just, uh, for whatever reason, I've just not gone down that road. I, I just haven't figured out anything to do with it but music. So or, yeah. really. or, hey, Alexa, what's the temperature? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they do more than that, people. Come on. Well, everybody, this has been a great, fun day for us. Thank you for allowing us to do this, Bob. Thank you, thank Bob. you for inviting us. Absolutely. To do this. You guys are coming back another it's a, it's back. an afternoon, right? Yeah. yeah, he'll be out of town, okay. but he's going to be at one thank of his vacation so homes. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time right here on The Phil Show.